federal government has released a schedule of payments for the remaining $1.405 billion in compensation that was promised to dairy producers. David Weens is vice president of Dairy Farmers of Canada. We're very pleased with uh, the announcement that we heard on, on Saturday from the minister. Um, and, you know, one of them being the, uh, the, uh, the payment that is going to be, like the second payment that's going to be made now. But also, I, I think what is really important in the announcement was uh, the accelerated schedule for the remaining balance. And that's going to be uh, very, um, very, that's very important for uh, dairy farms and, and farmers and in, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, adapting to uh, the new environment that's been uh, forced upon us through uh, these different trade agreements. Just talk a little bit more about, you know, actually having this schedule now and, and what that will mean going forward. Yeah, what's really important with, with the accelerated schedule is that, uh, that those, uh, those compensation payments will be made, of course, uh, much, much quicker and more substantially, which which will mean that uh, farmers will be able to make, uh, you know, significant investments in terms of, uh, you know, creating further efficiencies on the farm to be able to compete with, uh, you know, with, with the uh, more open marketplace where uh, there's more uh, foreign dairy products coming into the country. So with the accelerated payments, it is, uh, you know, you can do something significant. If the payments are too small spread out over too long a time, it will have uh, less impact on the farms. Talk a bit about how the dairy industry has has adapted to the pandemic and, and just, you know, how things have been going. Yeah, this has certainly been a year of, of challenges uh, with the pandemic, uh, and, and especially earlier on, uh, back in early spring and in, in April, uh, there was there was major volatility within the marketplace, but we were, uh, we adjusted our production uh, because uh, the food service industry shutting down at the time, you know, restaurants and hotels and other things uh, created a lot less demand for dairy products that normally went through those channels. Eventually, over time, it was it, it moved over into, into the uh, retails, into the stores, because now more consumers were, were buying groceries for at home. So, over time, so the the market seemed to stabilize somewhat over summer, and and now we're actually seeing, uh, you know, uh, a steady demand uh, throughout the fall. So you know, we certainly hope that 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 continues. But it's still has been challenges because there's been so many, uh, uh, you know, unknowns and all of this. Like we don't have a playbook for for a pandemic, so it meant that we had to very quickly reduce our production. Uh, but now we're having to uh, work towards increasing our production again. And then if you layer the uh, the trade agreements on top of that, uh, with Kuzma coming into effect this, uh, you know, for July 1st, that has been another, um, you know, factor that's created some uncertainty in, in the dairy industry. So, uh, you know, this is certainly, uh, this announcement helps us, and we know now, you know, where things are going. Uh, and, and we're able to, plan some investments so that we can, uh, you know, uh, adapt to some of the added competition that, that we're experiencing in our marketplaces now. Certainly, uh, we, you know, we appreciate the support that we have uh, gotten from, uh, from Canadians in supporting our industry and in supporting our products. And we will, you know, continue to strive to uh, put those, you know, high-quality um sustainably produced uh, dairy products to make sure that, you know, uh, Canadians can continue to choose uh, products that are 
where the milk is produced here and the products are made right here in Canada. That was Dairy Farmers of Canada Vice President David Weens. The country's agriculture ministers are reviewing the federal minister's recent proposal for changes to agri-stability. That proposal would remove the reference margin limit and increase the compensation rate to 80%. Today, Glendalee Allen Vossler catches up with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association and Brady Stadnicki, the manager of policy and programs, to get his feedback on the recent FPT meetings and the discussion around agri-stability. When it comes to agri-stability, the livestock sector, the cattle industry, have said time and time again that agri-stability just has never really worked. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, we've had a number of recommendations over the, the past few years on how to make the program more uh, effective and equitable for the cattle industry. So, uh, you know, at the CCA, we were very encouraged to see Minister Bebeau table a proposal for a number of changes to the agri-stability program, which were uh, aligned with a number of the recommendations that, uh, that our industry has made. Um, you know, we would have liked to have seen an agreement last Friday, but we, don't, we do view it as a positive step um, and, and applaud Minister Bebo for, you know, putting the first foot forward on this. Uh, ag ministers and officials have been reviewing BRM for many years and, and industry, as you mentioned, has been calling for improvements to the program for many years. So seeing uh, a, an actual funded proposal being put on the table um, is a positive step. I know that the ag ministers themselves had put forward a proposal months ago, but when it actually comes to program impact, one of the things that came out of this past week's meeting was the fact that the provinces and the federal government all agreed that they needed to see some changes being made and they wanted to look at including all commodities with the payout that would actually be made for that commodity within that same growing or calendar year. Now, how key is that? Probably one of the biggest challenges with ag stability is the, the timeliness and the bankability of the program. So um, I would agree. I think it's always really important to review how programs are working and, and what can be improved, um, you know, within them to uh, uh, just to be much more effective for producers. And, um, you know, I think we're it, it's a good sign to see um, the federal and provincial ag ministers, um, you know, reviewing programs well ahead of the, the new CAP agreement um, to ensure that the framework's rolled out on time and there isn't a gap. So uh, I think that's a, they're going down a, a good direction in terms of, um, you know, talking about CAP's uh, successor. And, you know, we don't have specific details on what the governments are looking at in terms of options or uh, in terms of tweaks or, or larger overhauls to the programs uh, specifically at this point. But uh, CCA does have a lot of ideas on how programs can be improved and priorities for what needs to be changed, uh, along with programs that need to be continued and that are working well. So we're looking forward to participating uh, in all opportunities to, to provide our input during this process. I've been talking with Brady Stadnicki, Manager of Policy and Programs with the Canadian Cattlemen's Association for Golden West.
I'm Glenda Lee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glenda Lee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda Lee Allen Bossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.